Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever the... Fuck, you decide to listen to this Billy DeVore. And uh, since we've started the show, I get asked all sorts of questions. Who to bet on and who to bet with. I don't always know who's going to win, but I do know where to go. The answer is my bookie. Between their live in-game betting, endless props, and fantasy sports wagers, there's something for everyone. With the best player perks in the sportsbook business, they've been good to us, and we know they'll be good to you. They're hooking up our listeners all month. Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code NASTY when creating your account to claim your 50% bonus. Laying down 100 bucks, now you've got an extra $50 in play. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. Promo code NASTY. You play, you win, you get Paid. Boy, does that make me hard. But guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go. Want to increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed? Well, then listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. You can take them anytime, day or night, on a full stomach or empty. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can always be ready whenever an opportunity arises. If you could benefit from extra function and more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps your follow through. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the U.S., and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code ARMCHAIR. Just pay $5 for shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code ARMCHAIR to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring our our podcast. Our Pills might be soft, but as soon as you take them, your dick won't be. How fun is that, huh? Well, guys, Lee isn't here. He's feeling under the weather, and he's got to get ready to go to Atlanta. He's going back down to the punchline, a feature for Pete Lee. So our guest today is... Alicia DeVore. Hey, (laughs) the first lady of the pod. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm sad that our season is over. Yeah. But I am good. You are good. I love you. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) That's how we start. It's like, you know, just get ready. And then I just tell my partner I love him. Oh, good. My co-host. I tell Lee that every time at the top. Oh, well, I'm glad I'm getting the same treatment. You know, you just, know, I wouldn't want any special treatment. No, no special treatment here. You're just getting it. Um, so we're not going to do any... Bur- what? I'm getting it. You're, oh, you're getting it. Because I ate a blue chew, so you're definitely getting <laughs> it. <laughs> um, but Lee is... So Lee's out. We're not going to... 
continue to burn the or start our burns of the NL West. Instead, uh, we're going to talk about the week, and we're going to talk about what happened today in our favorite Marty moments. So, and we should get you guys should get to know my wife. Maybe. So tell them about. Well, tell them. Tell them who you are. Tell them who I am. Let's see. Uh, I'm Alicia. Mm-hmm. I've been with Billy for six years, married for almost one. How do you put up with that guy? It's been a long six years. <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome is a bitch. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes it works out for the better. It does. Uh, I mean, I haven't kept you against your will, but, like... You, you could have left at any time, but you chose not to, and I'm really happy. Well, the thing is, I couldn't have left because I moved into my apartment, my very first apartment that was supposed to be for me, and on the day I moved in, you came over, and then you didn't leave. Yep, that's about right. I did and not a month leave. later, he brought laundry baskets full of clothes, and I said, I guess this is it. <laughs> that's what I do. I, I swoop in quick while they still love me. <laughs> and then now I have just warped her brain, and now she loves me or whatever. It's very much like the R. Kelly situation. Oh, hey, no. No? Well, I meant like how they haven't left. You know oh, what I mean? Okay. We watched, what is it called? Surviving R. Kelly? Yeah, we did watch that. It was quite terrible. This situation is quite different. Is it? I think so. There's a lot less minors. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Unless you count the cats. The cats, see? But they have to be here. Yeah, so, you know, got our cute little kitties. They're, they're three, so. I think they're four. Are they that old now? Yeah. Jesus. Time flies when you have cats. Yeah. That's that's what I always say. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was, so, yeah, how was our week? Because now, like, you know, I normally ask Lee, like, how's his week? And he tells me, but we did it, like, together, so. Our week was pretty good. Um, Let's see. From last Thursday to today. Let's see. Well, what did you do on Wednesday? What did I do on Wednesday? I went to the last night game of the year. What? No, that was Tuesday then. What did I? I sang in a recital. I sang a recital on Tuesday. (laughs) Not in one. I did one. Well, what do you sing? Tell myself. uh, I sing opera. uh, If anyone didn't know that, Um, I'm a classically trained opera singer and... uh, was out of the game for a while, back in it now. Wednesday performed and got paid for it, which is obviously a big deal. Anybody who's an artist knows how big of a deal it is when someone says, hey, I'm not going to pay you an exposure. I'm going to actually pay you for your services. Isn't that weird? Isn't it? It's crazy. <laughs> I know. Every single month when I try to pay my rent and exposure, my landlord tells me that I'm going to get evicted. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I got paid to sing on Wednesday. I performed a recital for these this uh, women's club. These sweet old ladies, they all enjoyed it. It was great. I did it during my lunch hour. I had to go back to my day job <laughs> after that, but a gig is a gig. That's and so true. It was wonderful. They were grateful. I was grateful. It felt good. You did great. I got to skip work and uh, pop on in and watch the watch watch the recital. You were great. You were awesome. Thank you very much. Saying in what, three languages? Um, wait, four, because English was one of them. French, German, Italian, and English. That's awesome. Well, I mean, I, I don't, yeah, 
I think it's great. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I got to Thank hear you, you pr- practice for the past couple weeks, too. So our house has been full of your lovely notes. Thank you. It's been pretty awesome. And then Wednesday, we went to the game. Yes, Wednesday, we went to the final night game of the year. It was bittersweet. The Reds couldn't pull off a win, but Gino did get his 49th home run. That was so fucking cool. I was so happy to be there for that. I mean, he smoked it. Smoked it. It was insane. He's been on such a tear. It hit the second level, and it smacked off. Yeah, You can tell that if the wall weren't there, it would have gone for a while. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Probably would have gone inside U.S. Bank Arena. Yeah, which no one would be there. No, no one likes to go in that shithole, but you know what? Actually, you know what? No one wanted to go in that shithole that night because the chain smokers were there. Ugh. And you could hear them you ruining the ball game. You could hear the chain smokers. You could hear them talking about what's that, that thing about their roommate's mattress. Who gives a crap? <laughs> Who cares? Throw it off a bridge. Run your car into a wall. I don't care. Be reckless and young. Whatever. I don't give a I shit. I caught a pop. I, I don't remember. <laughs> Is that what that was? Yeah. <laughs> Is that that's not them, is it? No, it's not. I just confuse them with other terrible music. Yeah, you know. But um, listen to this. This is insane. Like just looking at it, Gino's last fifteen games, he's got forty nine abs, fifteen hits, five bombs, eight ribs, eleven walks, eighteen strikeouts. He's batting three oh six with a four forty three on base percentage, and he's slugging six seventy three. That's just insanity. He's filthy. It's just, and it does. And it just doesn't seem like he's going to stop. He's just reached peak Gino. Absolutely. That gets me all horned up. Just a little. <laughs> he's your favorite, right? He is my favorite player. Why is he your favorite? I just, I think that he's a genuine person. Um, he's, I mean, he's a thrilling player to watch, both defensively and offensively. And I think he's very attractive. Yeah? I also follow him on Instagram. And Billy thought that it was really creepy last Reds Fest when I pointed out his wife. Yeah, tell him about that. I just pointed at a woman pushing a stroller, and I said, that's Suarez's wife. And Billy said, why do you know that? And I said, Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty pretty But you know what? I didn't say anything to her. How weird would that have been? At least I just pointed from a distance. What's worse? And you didn't, and the best part was, was like, you were like, ah. Should I follow her? And I'm like, yeah, you follow her. Because she's got the kid. She's going to the great Bamjana. <laughs> he did come out and he waved at them both. And I uh, stared behind a pillar and <laughs> didn't do anything. You but... winced in fear. Because <laughs> you didn't want to go say it. You should have said something. Yeah, well, maybe this Reds Fest. For sure this Reds Fest. Definitely. The craziest part about Wednesday was when they clinched, when the brew crew pl- uh, clinched. We were sitting there. We're sitting behind the visitors' dugout. We're about fifteen rows back, and all of a sudden, you see this mob of Brewers fans go down and turn. And when they turn around, there was just hundreds of Brew Crew rally towels. Ugh. The team brought them and just snuck them under the under yeah. the netting. That was like, you know, I get it. Be excited. But come on, bring yeah. your own towels. You know, act like you've been there before. That's what I yelled at him. I said, act like you've been there. Oh, wait, you haven't. <laughs> it's the first time. It's the first time in the franchise's history they've appeared in back-to-back. They've made back-to-back playoff appearances. So they hadn't it's been crazy. there. So, you know, but from, like, seeing that as a Reds fan, and, like, I had no problem with the Brewers. 
Did you, you didn't either. I had absolutely no problem with Brewers fans. In fact, I know Billy talked about our venture to Miller Park earlier this year. Brewers fans were so welcoming. They were lovely. The ones that travel should just fucking eat their cheese in Milwaukee and stay away. Ha! They gave us fucking billboard material for next year. Like, Oh, you my know. God. They fucking, what is that? Or bulletin board material. Like, they brought a towel. So they should stick that right there and be like, this is motivation. Like, I thought that, you know, I didn't mind. They were just always the brewers. Yeah. Even when they had success, I was like, I don't care. Yeah. But now, like, they did that shit in our ballpark. They acted like Cubs fans. Yeah. Oh, so many brand new Yelich jerseys. Oh, God, yeah. It was like a sea of Yelich. And then there was maybe, like, one Thames jersey. <laughs> a lot of and Yelich And I'm like, jerseys. he's not even playing. <laughs> what are you doing? He's hurt. <laughs> the best was the people walking around in their, uh, like, they had ponchos, and then they had ski goggles. I'm like, what, are you going to go buy a $12 Budweiser and shake it up and put it on people who aren't expecting it? <laughs> You're not celebrating in the clubhouse with them. You look yeah. like an idiot. Yeah, I know. You look like you're going to go scuba diving in a sea of Miller Lite. It was bullshit. But, I mean, you look at the week. I mean, we dropped two out of three to the Mets. They were in the playoff chase. They were hunting it. Um, and, I mean, if you look at Friday... Castillo pitched seven innings. He gave up three hits, three earned runs, seven strikeouts, two bombs. That's a great start. And yet the offense couldn't do shit again. Saturday we won. Uh, Cologne had his first hit, and it was a big one. Just, you know, he hit in the winning run. And Disco, again, six innings pitched, three hits, two runs, one of them earned seven strikeouts. He's just been dominant. And then Sunday you follow it, Jesus. Sunday. Yeah, we sat in the we sat in the club seats Sunday, so we were up close to um, that mess. That Bauer mess. <laughs> that first inning, he was so bad. Oh, it was atrocious. Oh, it was awful. He was flat. He couldn't hit his spots early. No. no. How many runs did he give up in the first? Four. Yeah, I thought it was five. I guess one better than. But you know, I was. Concentrating on drinking my John Daly's and eating chili dogs. I had like eight John Daly's. I had at least five. But I ate so much that nothing happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> it all balanced out. <laughs> I just felt tired. <laughs> uh, yeah. We came home and took a real sweaty nap. Oh, it was so sweaty. Also, I feel like... It was like a, a spa upstairs. <laughs> it was definitely a sauna. And it, it wasn't like a heat rock in the middle. It was just like an old beer can from the night before (laughs) lift the curtain a little bit we are in our robes oh yeah the devores are comfy creatures we're very comfy in our matching robes we're in our matching ralph lauren robes yeah because we booze we we bougie (laughs) just a little bit. i was about to say boozy i'm like no we're not no not right now no probably tomorrow yeah for sure but uh it was just a rough series against the mets who were trying to chase and get into the playoffs and we didn't get a chance to knock them out. And then this week we got swept by the Brewers. <sighs> yeah. It was just, it just has been a rough finish. It's, it, yeah. I, you know, I was most bummed out that we couldn't give Marty a finish that I felt he deserved. Right. Oh, the mic fell. That's weird. I've never seen that happen. And we tightened it. But no, I mean, that sucks. And it just, 
It continues to show that we have glaring issues when we need to score runs. If you look at if you look at this Brewer series, let's look at let's look at all these games and see how many runners they left on. First game box. Um, we left on Oh my god. We left 14 on base. Jesus. Wednesday? No, that's not right. It says 16 left on base. No, sorry, no, that's Wednesday, wrong. That's no. wrong. That's wrong. I'm reading the wrong line. I apologize. Okay. On um, sorry here. On Tuesday, wow, this is a real bang up operation here. We left seven on on Tuesday. Wednesday we left on eight. Yeah. And today ten. Today was really rough. We were on that cusp so many times. I know. It just sucked. I mean, it just shows we don't have anyone that can hit people in. We don't have a big, besides Aristides, we don't, and, and Gino, we have no huge bat. Joseph's been playing better. He's been hitting a lot better, but he's second. He gets on. And then you've got to have someone to hit him in. And you can't just have Gino do it all the time. Right. Right. All the big bats we had earlier in the season went quiet. Um... I mean, I agreed with the Puig trade, but he was a bat. Dietrich obviously hasn't been hitting. I feel like, I mean, Tucker's been doing a lot better. since Tucker Barnhart's been doing a lot better since he came back from his injury. Um, but still, the numbers, you know, the numbers aren't where we need them to be. He's, bat- he's batting 288 since he's come back, which is crazy with three doubles. But, I mean, it's still not enough. It's definitely not enough. Um, By so, numbers, I meant for the team, just not for him specifically. Right. But no, it's just you need you need to have more power bats, and it's just disappointing that this is how the season has to end, especially today with Marty, that, like, no one can can capitalize and be a timely hitter. Right. No one's clutch. So it's a real bummer. But, but the like, I don't know. It was pretty cool seeing Marty go out like he did today. Right. Um, the Reds gave out a transistor radio to everybody in the stadium when they came in. Unfortunately, I had to work, but I did get my hands on a transistor radio, so I was able to listen to the broadcast in my office. That's so cool. Yeah, that was great. So every single person in Reds country, I'm sure, was listening to Marty today. Yeah, you should be. I mean, the guy's a legend. 46 years. It's just crazy. I mean, that's a, a lifetime and a half for both of us. Yeah. That's crazy. Did you know that 46 years is actually the gap between Marty and Amanda? <laughs> <laughs> Boom, roast. Boom, roast to the Hall of Famer. <laughs> I fucking pray right here. Got him. <laughs> I didn't say I was good. We said we weren't going to roast a team, but I didn't say I was going to roast Marty. <laughs> oh. You know, I was thinking about that today, so... Uh, I am turning 29 on Sunday. My uh, second husband could be being born right now. So, <laughs> lace up, boo. Lace up. Get it. Strap up. <laughs> Fuck yeah. What's your favorite Marty moment? I don't think 
I think in terms of talking about Marty, I mean, my entire childhood revolved around listening to Marty. Uh, my dad, biggest Reds fan I know, more so than you, and I'm sorry. No, it's okay. He has a Reds room, so. In his house. Very um, devoted. It's crazy. He has all these magazines from the 50s and 60s. Um, what are those? Uh, he has uh Programs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just, and he, he kept them all. They're in pristine, like, pristine condition. And these aren't things that he's gone out and, you know, gone to Red's conventions and collected. These are things that he kept from his childhood because he knew he never wanted to get rid of, I mean, not get rid, you know, he always wanted to keep them. I mean, think about, is there anything that you've kept from childhood, you've moved from your parents' house to college with you and then into the house that you live in now. If there is, it's probably what? I mean, for me, it's maybe jewelry. Boxers. I have a couple of pairs. <laughs> <laughs> My underwear. You still have underwear from high school? Wait, from childhood? Like high, like early high school. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. those ones that... You- no, he doesn't. I threw them away. You finally threw them away? <laughs> I sure did. What? Because your balls were falling out the bottom. Yeah, but they were... <laughs> Well, now I don't have anything. <laughs> I'm kidding. I left that one pair of Mario boxers that the entire ass is ripped out in your drawer. Thank you. You're welcome. What about the Peter Griffin ones? <laughs> I don't know. I think that those uh, might have gotten uh, lost in the move. Damn it. We only moved upstairs. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Appreciate that. Uh, no, but I mean, you know, he's he's kept all these things throughout his entire life. Um, my dad, uh, you know, it, it, my dad's a huge Reds fan, and my grandpa maybe even was more so. My grandpa passed away in 2010. Uh, he unfortunately passed away before the wonderful season in 2010, but he was there in spirit, I believe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't really have a specific favorite Marty memory, but or Marty moment, but my childhood was definitely it definitely revolved around listening to Marty and some of my favorite Marty memories are in I just I was telling Billy about this earlier. My grandpa was this big, large, first generation Italian. <laughs> uh, he fought in World War II and he came back and he just started eating. <laughs> and by the time I was born, he was pushing three hundred pounds, maybe more so. And he didn't give a shit. <laughs> uh, every every uh, every summer evening, he'd sit out on his porch in this same chair that now we own, which makes me so happy, uh, with his shirt off. Hell yeah. And his shorts. But when he went in the house, the shorts came off. It was just boxers. It didn't matter who was over in the family. Maybe that's TMI. But <laughs> no such thing on this We podcast. would all be there. <laughs> so he would sit out on his porch in the summer evening, shirt off. Six pack of Hutie 14K, and he would just listen to Marty call the games. And I remember sitting out there with him, and usually after the third Hutie, he would say, Holy shit, if you can wrap your arms around me, I'll give you a dollar. <laughs> well, I, I need a dollar. I'm half in the bag. After three shooties no. and 300 pounds, no, he was just fine. He was, yeah. he was just having a good time at that point. Yeah. 
Uh, but usually I got a dollar anyway, even though I'd only get halfway around. But, you know, Marty was the soundtrack to that. <laughs> <laughs> Marty was the soundtrack to hugs. <laughs> and Grandpa with his shirt yeah. off. And playing with his belly button. Oh, yeah. My grandpa used to tap his belly button. It was disgusting. <laughs> I don't miss that. It was hilarious. This but. guy sounds like my hero. Oh, he was great. He was he was a great person. I mean, I, I miss him a lot. Um. My dad always tells me stories, too. Kind of interesting. Very interesting, actually. Uh, my grandpa used to take my dad and his siblings to Crosley back in the day. And my dad told me back then you could park your car in the street. And my grandpa would always know where to park. And these guys would come out of the alleys and they'd say, hey, if you pay me 50 cents, I'll watch your car while you go into the game. Well, if you didn't pay them 50 cents, they'd slash your tires. <laughs> so Great my, scam. <laughs> it's a great scam. So they're not watching your car because they've slashed the tires and yeah. run away. So now you know to give them 50 cents. <laughs> so they would always budget for their 50 cents for the car and then whatever ever, ever other money they needed for tickets to get in. But, yeah, I mean, my uh, my family, my dad and his siblings grew up pretty poor, but... My grandpa always made sure that they had enough money to go to the ball games in the summertime. And so the Reds have always been embedded in my family history. Yeah. And, you know, listening to them every day as a kid, you listen to Marty every single day. And today was hard. Yeah, it was really tough. I mean, for me, it was always I had like a, a boom box in my bedroom, It'd be late night. And like they'd be on the West Coast, and I would turn it on, and I would fall asleep to Marty. <laughs> you know, road trips. We knew we were coming. We were close to home. We'd be in like St. Louis, and we turn on to seven hundred. You can hear him. It's like we're close to home. We can hear Marty. You know, he was the voice. He's. I mean, for so many of us, he was the Reds. I mean, his. You know, really forty six years. Nothing to fuck with, but. There's people who don't know anything different like us. Absolutely. And I'm excited for Tommy Thrall to take over. I think he's going to be great. He's going to be a breath of fresh air. I don't think Marty's been, like, done, but at the same time, you know, it's been a tough five years. And I, you know, might as well go out while you still have all your health. Yeah, absolutely. And able to function and do stuff. Right. And he said he's not going anywhere. And yeah. I and I know he's not. He, he loves Cincinnati. He said that about six times today. He's right. He's like, I'm staying here. I'm staying right. Said I'm not retiring and leaving, like a lot of people think. But I'm going to go travel. Right. Which is crazy. I was I was talking to, my, to Darren about this. Just like, I was like, yeah, he did, he travel. He was like, he's going to go travel. Darren's like, what? I thought he already did that. And I was like, well, yeah, he would stay in a hotel. He wouldn't yes. go out. Now he's actually exploring and doing this stuff. But I, um, it was tough. I mean, listening to him and watching him cry and having all these cool people come out and say this stuff about him and having his son on stage with him and, and, and <laughs> sent thumb. thumb as much as thumb sucks. <laughs> thumb. He killed it today and was very, he did. And, and, uh, on Wednesday night, Jeff Brantley. Oh, oh my God. Was just had me in tears. Absolutely. The thing he said about like, I never thought I'd find another person like my dad and who would, who I would oh. find and love. And I was like, God damn it, Jeff. And he's like, yeah, I found it in Marty. I found it in Marty, and I couldn't thank you enough. And they, it was just so oh. cool. And it was what was really cool was just having everyone come onto the field. They set up and had Marty come out to the center, and just he thanked everybody and couldn't stop being so thankful and saying, if it, you know, I, I, I have nothing but you, the fans, and I, the, you're the only people I owe it to. 
It was just one of those special moments I'm going to remember forever just standing there knowing, like, an, I'm watching an icon leave. An absolute legend. Yeah, and he's leaving on his terms and doing it yes. his way. Not a lot of people get to do that anymore. A lot of them are disgraced or their, their health goes. But with Marty, he just, we'll see ya. Yeah. Walked off the field, knew he was never coming back. Absolutely. So it was pretty cool. It was really cool. But this week is the this weekend's last weekend. We got Pittsburgh. Yeah. Let's see if Gino. I hope Gino gets to fifty. I really hope he does. I think that if he, I think that being against the Pirates is his best chance at getting to fifty. I agree. It was great to see forty nine last night. Yeah. I really wished Marty could have called his fiftieth today, but he got walked. So yeah. <laughs> yep. Intentionally. And that was the move. Yeah. But, oh, well. But I think, you know, you've got um, Disco tomorrow, Bauer Saturday, or is it flipped? I don't remember. And then a bullpen game on Sunday just to get a bunch of people throwing. I love that. You know? Yeah. And they shut Sonny down. Sonny finished the season with a 2.98 ERA. With bone spurs. With bone, yeah, head surgery. Who <laughs> <laughs> bones put a monster? He straight. What what was the thing that he said? He said something like it felt like there were teeth floating around in his hand. Yeah, and it's like you're pitching like that for weeks, <laughs> weeks. And what a crazy person! Still dominant. What a crazy person! <laughs> He's so quiet and smiley. I want to know what's going on inside. I know. It's the lowest uh, ERA a Reds pitcher has had since 1982. <sighs> That's just craziness. I know. It was great, and, and it gives you a lot of hope for the future, especially him and then Bauer when he's 100% healthy. Yeah. And Luis. That's a, that's a three-headed monster that can that if that gets into oh, a playoff oof. series. Oof. Yeah. And then you get a Just, couple bats, or you get one big one, <coughs> Rendon, you're fucking <laughs> jacked. You think so? Yeah. You get Rendon, a guy who can hit, you know, 40 home runs, 120 ribs, put him at second. Mm. Yeah. I love that. Or you go out and you get D.D. Gregorius and you get Gismani Grundle. Ugh. I know, but those are those would be big upgrades at both of those positions. Oh, absolutely. I just I just don't like the way. Okay, I I don't like the way <laughs> Gismani's face looks. I just don't like. I don't know. <laughs> All day yesterday and today, I just I'm bothered by his face. I don't have a good <laughs> roast for it. I just don't like the way it looks. <laughs> There's something like. Against the golden mean, like his face is like so far from it, like it it just it it's unsettling. Yeah, it kind of makes me sick a little. He looks. I'm like, sorry, that's too far, but I just don't like the way it looks. He looks like a like if a pit bull tried to look like pit bull. <laughs> he just looks like a potato. I mean, I know that that's a really <laughs> bland insult, but it's like his ears are really wide, and then his face is super pale. But the, the chin fre- strap beard. but the freckles are also pale in a way that I I don't understand. Right. It's like liver spots, but small. <laughs> I just don't like it. <laughs> but that would be an upgrade. It even would be, though- I, yeah, but it would be a downgrade for the uh, aesthetic of the of the attractive team. That we've got right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, ugliest players. Uh, I'm just kidding. Ugliest start list <laughs> right now. Go. Uh, ugliest on the Reds. <laughs> oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Juan Gratterall. <laughs> Christian Cologne. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, 
Well, Wandy's gone. Jared's gone. Thank God, Jared, because I was going to say him. The way he smiles. We'll count them since they played. Yeah. And then. I feel like, I feel like <laughs> Jared Hughes, I don't know what you said about him or if you said anything about him, but he just looks like the kind of person that really, 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 really would be into owning gerbils. Like, <laughs> like he would want like five or six of them, like it, an insane amount. Dude. I, and he named them all. After famous baseball players, but like not pitchers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Killer Bruce chewing on the side of the cage again. <laughs> I grew up. I wish Mickey Mantle would get out of his wheel. And <laughs> I was wheeling into his wheelhouse. <laughs> uh, I grew up with a guy. Uh, I played football with him in high school. His parents were so into their guinea pigs oh, that in I their just... living room. <laughs> One wall, the side of one wall <laughs> was a three foot wide guinea track. It wasn't no. a cage. No. It was just wood built up with shredded uh-uh. pa- paper in it. And then it wrapped around <laughs> down into a cage where they like, sl- or up oh. into a cage where they slept. Oh my And God. had tubes and shit. That reminds me of like that episode of The Office where Michael makes Tube City. Like that's a fucking joke. <laughs> no one should actually do that. That's a fucking joke on a TV show. No, nope, but they did it with their gerbils in their living Wait, room. Gerbils or guinea pigs? Nah, who's just splitting small brown hairs at this point? Honestly, I think it's way more terrifying if it's guinea pigs. It's guinea pigs. Oh, they were big. Like the big ass. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, no, no, no. But it, they were gross, and then they like their house smelled like the shredded paper. Oh. Oh no. Yeah. They were, they were nice people, but they fucking no. love their guinea pigs. Isn't that, you always say that about somebody, you're like, they're nice, but, like, you never <laughs> just say somebody's nice. It's always, they're nice, nice but. but. Yeah, it's an it's not an insult or a compliment, it's just like a sidestep. It's like you're covering your own ass. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, like, you're like, I don't want to sound like a dick, but these people do some fucked up shit in their <laughs> spare time. <laughs> Right, like own guinea pigs (laughs) in an open air cage. It's like you're watching TV. It's like, oh, SVU's on, and oh, Barry, Barry, (laughs) Barry, you can't just roll around in the water. Oh, oh. It was, yeah, woof. Oh my God. So, um, but we, we were talking about going to Pittsburgh Sunday, but it's your birthday. Uh, yeah. So we have dinner reservations. Everyone else knows where we're going. Oh, I don't. You don't know. I've been sleeping. Yeah, you have. During this podcast. Which, you know, so put you to sleep. (laughs) Wait, dinner will or the podcast? Both. Okay. So, uh, do you have any, let's round round third and head for home. Do you have anything you have to want to plug? I don't have anything I want to plug. But you guys, I can't believe I forgot to mention this. This is ridiculous. In all of our Marty moments, I did not fucking say that I was in Cooperstown in 2000. Why didn't I mention that earlier? You were thinking about it. I wasn't thinking about it, but you guys, I was there. So everybody who wasn't there, you could be jealous. It was amazing. Watching him speak was amazing. I'm going to miss Marty. So yes, I guess I do have a favorite Marty moment, and that was it. Being there. Being there for all of that. And, my, again, my dad, biggest Reds fan I know, got to see his favorite player, Tony Perez inducted the same weekend, so. That's awesome. That was fantastic. Also, if you have not been to Cooperstown, (laughs) even if you're not a baseball fan, it's like Mm -hmm. stepping back in time. It's Mm -hmm. insane. It's beautiful, and it's fun. Go. Take a weekend. Just go. Just do it. That's awesome. I need to go back. I haven't gone yet. Well, then we're going to go soon. We got to go. 
We gotta go. Uh, also, Marty going into the Reds Hall of Fame by himself next year. Next year. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. And then sometime this year, you'll be able to hear uh, us walk through the Reds Hall of Fame, talk to Tom Tashia today. Awesome. Yeah, he's like, when are we doing the walkthrough? I was like, very soon. Waiting very for the soon. season to be over. So him and Rick, so that'll be sweet. Pretty excited Absolutely. for that. Um, me, plug-wise, tomorrow, today you will be able to see me at the West Side venue at 8 o'clock. Tickets are 10 bucks. Come All on right. in. It'll be fun. It's going to be fun. I'm going to be there. She'll be there. So come on out to that. It'll be great. Lee, if you're in Atlanta, which, you know, maybe the three people who listen that are in Atlanta, uh, Lee will be at the Punchline featuring for Pete Lee. Wow. Lee Kimbrell opening for Pete Lee. It's, wow. It's almost a palindrome. A lot of E noises. But e. you know what? It's going to be great. Lee's going to crush it. Yeah. He's going to be fantastic. It'll be great. Well, also, you were great. Okay. You were great on this. Oh, I was like, what are you talking about? You were great. Giving me a tip? Yeah, no. Just the tip. Just the tip. Yeah, you were great. Thanks for coming on. You're welcome. You're way hotter than Lee. Ah, you know, I don't think so. (laughs) Some of our listeners uh, might like both. They might. Yeah. I have sex with way more... Way more with one of you. So. <laughs> it's Lee. It's Lee. Yeah. Geez. Sorry. Yeah, I forgot yeah. to mention. That's actually why Lee's not here. He's too tired. He's too tired. I wore him out. From this week. Yeah. I gaped him good. Yeah. You know. <laughs> ripped it wide open. <laughs> ripped it right open. Then I want to bring it back. <laughs> so. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Yep. So, uh, thanks for listening, and as always, go Red Legs. Go Red Legs. Stay nasty. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. 
I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Comfortable. 